Good afternoon, folks. This is Ron Stone along with Randy Burks, and you're Wednesday night around the pond. Before we get started, we'd like to ask you to uh, patronize all of our sponsors, which is Talisa Shackles, your hometown alpha agent in Holly Pond, Walker Brothers for all your building supply needs in Baileyton, Affordable Tire and Automotive, that is Kelly Duke and Welty. They're called Affordable for a Reason, Traditions Bank. A true community bank, they build financial bridges with all their customers. Traditions Mortgage Company in Coleman, let us help you with all your mortgage needs at Traditions Mortgage. Holly Pond Animal Clinic, a, ta- a downtown Holly Pond, a veterinary providing service for both large and small animals. That's Holly Pond Animal Clinic and Holly Pond. Citizens Bank and Trust on Highway 157 and in Coleman, small bank making a big difference at Citizens Bank and Trust. Hopper's Family Farmers and Market in Fairview. They're dedicated to bringing customers the best service. Body Shop for all your uh, for 24-hour towing, accident repair, paint, wear. Where quality is the difference at Mullins Body Shop on Highway 31 South in Coleman. Merchants, Bank of Alabama. The Merchants Way is a better way. Discover the power of a great community bank at Merchants Bank. Randall Shedd, Alabama House District 11. Randall's a member of the Alabama House of Representatives, proudly serving, serving Coleman, Morgan, Marshall, and Blunt County. Holly Pond Supermarket in downtown Holly Pond for gas, diesel, convenient late-night purchases at the pump. Food items or snack. Just come in and see us. You can get gas and diesel 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The Rough House. We provide daily and long-term boarding for all your pets, plus pet grooming at the Rough House in Berlin. Farmers Poultry and Supply on 157 in Coleman. Moss Service and Funeral Home, providing the service and cremation services with compassion since 1882. That's Moss Service and Funeral Home on Highway 31 North in Coleman. Holly Pond Tire and Lube in downtown Holly Pond. For tires, wheels, oil change, we're a family-owned, operated in downtown Holly Pond. Stewart's Auto Parts. We deliver the right products at the right place at the right time at Stewart's Auto Parts in Holly Pond and Coleman. Hall's RV in Albertville. They're North Alabama's RV dealer for travel trailers, fifth wheels. Hall's RV, we sell fun. Heritage Dental, that's Dr. Brad McKinney in Oneonta, a family dentist where new patients are always welcome. Alabama Well Presses, come print with us on Evil Road. Dan Stevens with Alabama Health Guidance, Sullivan Photography and Travel, providing Holly Pond team photos for our website, The Spirit Shop on Highway 31 North in Coleman. For caps, shirts, any item, contact The Spirit Shop. The Awards Palace, if you're shopping for plaques, trophies, nameplates, medallions, certificates, pins, think of The Awards Palace. And Adams Building Company in Bluntsville, so call Adams Building for company for all your building needs, commercial, residential, or remodeling. And, Randy, we had an exciting game last week. I, I didn't get to go. That's the first one I've not got to go to with you in many years. So uh, 
But uh, you and uh, we want to thank Jacob Gibbs for filling in last week and doing great. We played uh, Clemson, come up on the short end of the stick. You called that game, you and uh, Jacob. So tell us any anything you want to tell us about that game last week. Well, actually, we've got uh, Ty Wilson has joined us, and uh, oh, okay. we'll yeah. go ahead and bring him in. And uh, Ty, we want to welcome you into the program tonight. And uh, I know you've had a lot of work to do this week, and uh, like I said, we really appreciate you taking time to be with us. Oh, glad to, glad to join y'all. Glad glad for the invitation to, to be a part of it. Hi. Well, we're glad you're here, Ty. You know. Uh, I was talking to you the other day. How many coaches did you say you had uh, helped coach, head coaches, uh, since you've been helping them out at Holly Pond? Nine. Nine. Okay, good. Well, uh, I'm really impressed with our new coach, Coach Mason. He uh, came up for a softball game that the baseball team was putting on and brought his wife and his and his three daughters. He's got three little girls. One of them was eight years old. She was at the ball game, so that's a way to break in a kid's character. The ball game, game as soon as it gets started going somewhere. And uh, but tell us, uh, Ty, about the uh, duty assignments for the different coaches and who all's helping coach this year and all. Well, uh, of course, Coach Mason's the head coach, and he's he's calling our offense. Uh, Chris Steele and Joey Pace are helping uh, on the offense with the offensive line. Uh, coach Young uh, and Coach Brown are helping with the running backs and receivers. Uh, I help with the offensive line too. Co- uh, with Chris Steele and Joey Pace, I help them out with the old line. Uh, you flip over defensively. Uh, of course, Chris and, and Joey's working the D line. Me and Coach Young are working with the linebackers, and uh, Coach Mason and Coach Brown are working with the secondary and uh, you you've pretty well done it all in your uh tenure there you've uh, been offense and defensive uh which one do you like best offense or the defense i i don't have a preference uh i just try to go wherever i need to to go and work Uh, i hear well now is your boys helping uh film it this year uh well, Ben, Ben's doing huddle doing our huddle stuff again this year up in the box, oh. and then happy okay. to kind of do a spot and work. And then uh, my my son-in-law Keith Smith does our film work for us. He does yeah. a real good job with that. He does. He's he's nice to talk to and all when when we see him up there. Well, uh, you know, we started out uh, losing the game. Of course, we just couldn't stop that. Uh, was his name Benson? What, what was the guy's name? Gilbert, though, Gilbert that ran so many last week. But other than that, uh, uh, Randy and uh, Jacob was telling me that they done pre- pretty good. They, they called out a lot of good plays and and uh, showed some potential there, uh, especially for a first game. Oh uh, yeah, we we made uh, you know six minutes to go in the first half. We we're just down seven to nothing. We we had held them to. Two missed field goals at that time, and uh, had had a had an interception that got called back from a, from a roughing the quarterback call, and you know at, at that point we kind of let it get away from us for a few minutes, and you know the time we blinked, that they, they're very explosive. You know, number six was a very explosive player, and he kind of scorched us a little bit, and 
But, you know, our, give our kids credit. You know, they came back out the second half, and, and and they played like it was zero to zero and played hard. We still made some mistakes. The explosive plays, we've got to eliminate those. We didn't tackle well at times. We had people in the right places. We just didn't finish finish plays. We got to we, – we've worked on that very hard this week, and the, and the boys have responded real well. They've had a great week of practice. So these are great – great group of young men they just they come to work every day they don't complain last week when it was 110 degrees they didn't complain and that's one thing that their conditioning and stuff you know we we had very few issues with the heat even last friday night and that's that's our players work ethic right there speaking for itself well do you think the eight o'clock start helped any at all on that I don't know about the players, but it sure was a lot better on me. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, well, how are we fixed on safeties this year, or are they? You teach speed and agility, of course, and you pretty well spot a good safety. How are we doing on our safeties this year? Uh, well, we got uh, Jaden uh, Holloway. He's a senior, and he's play- He's returning from last year. Uh, he does a really good job for us. And Boston Gibbs, who Actually, played that as a freshman son last year. Of course, Boston's a, a jack of all trades right. uh, when it comes to playing football. He's played a little bit of everything, but they're they're doing our safeties. They're doing a good job. Uh, they, they do a good job of getting our secondary in the right calls. Uh, you know, it's a little bit different system this year. It's a much Coach Mason brought in a, on our secondary a, a much much uh, I guess you'd say not advanced, but a, a better system than we've been doing and the kids are we're still learning and making some mistakes with it but uh they're they're picking it up uh you know they the only we had the one long pass play the other night against us and most of the rest of the time our guys were in position to do their it was what they we just had to stop that finishing tackles on the run game is what really hurt us it's like on uh, this week now one thing i was able to notice and i was telling ron uh, we were in position multiple times. We didn't finish the tackle. You know, he he would spin out of it or uh, something. And uh, when you're when you see that, you can't be really frustrated. Other, you know, other than the fact we're just not making, you know, f- finishing the plays as you were describing. When you're working on that this week in practice, whether it's um, a person out of position. Uh, maybe a linebacker is not where he's supposed to be. A lineman is too far upfield, um, and then plus maybe you didn't finish the tackle. Just describe a little bit how uh, y'all look at going to correct those situations and teach them uh, the way way you want it to be done. Uh, the main thing we're trying to teach is, you know, with. Don't let that running back dictate where he wants to run. We want to dictate to him where we want him to be. Uh, and that, that way we don't get too far upfield and, and chasing behind a, a real, like last week, a very fast back. Did you, if you're behind him, you know, you're not going to catch him. Uh, and do use our shoulder pads more and, and we tendency to reach a little bit much. So we've worked more on making contact with our shoulders this week and what, you know, getting those arms around some good old fashioned football, of, you know, get your shoulder in there and wrap him up real good. Uh, and, you know, and get it, you know, and get the angles down, you know, shut that 
edge down, make him come back to those big guys, let them finish that tackle for us. All right. Go ahead, Ron. Okay. Well, you know, uh, this week we go to Cold Springs. They had a good win over Curry, 20 to nothing last week. Uh, Locust Fork is in our area. They had a good win over Appalachia. And the Vinemont had a heartbreaking loss, 26 to 20 against Faultville. And uh, Gaston, they beat Asbury, uh, 14 points. And then uh, West End, uh, they, they had a, a pretty decent game last week against Gailey, uh, Gailesville, and I'm not familiar with G- Gailesville. I know it was, they were nothing, but uh, how are you seeing our, our area shape up? Are you going to give us any predictions on how many games we're going to win? Randy said, now, don't you put Ty on the spot, you know, <laughs> asking well, all these questions. <laughs> I, well, I, we'll make predictions on wins. I mean, we played a very competitive uh Region, you know, it's not been that right. far removed that Cleveland was playing for the state championship, uh, right. and uh, you know, and they had a very good team last year. Southeastern going deep in the playoffs the last couple of years, so you know we we've got uh, we've got a lot of things that we need to take care of for ourselves. You know, work on us, and a lot of the rest of it will take care of itself if our boys will keep well. They're not boys; they're young men. Uh, you know, because this is still a young team. There, we have experience, but we only have three seniors on, or four seniors on this team. Uh, so we're still playing a lot of juniors and and sophomores, and you know, some of them are getting their first start. So we just got to get a little more seasoned and take care of us. And well, if we take care of us, the rest of it will take care of it itself. Right. How many players do we wind up having this uh, year? I so think far, right right now we're I think we're at thirty one. Oh, okay, good. Uh, we picked up some young kids late, uh, you know, and that that's okay. And then we had a, a couple of older guys who uh, who come in, come in, and are, are should be getting ready to start actually, you know, contributing in the in the in the game this week. They they set out last week because they weren't quite ready, but they, most of them should start seeing some playing time this week, which should help us with depth. Okay. Now, like last week, uh, we know we all know Cold Springs uh, defeated Curry, and uh, it seemed like it was a tight game at the half. Cold Springs pulled away in the second half. They like to be a physical team, uh, kind of pound you, pound you, and bust a play. They'll occasionally lull you to sleep with a run game, and then they'll raise up and they'll try to take the tight in, send him out and get him in the secondary and hit him with a pass. But before Ben got the uh, video breakdown and everything available to us, we were all looking for, okay, let's try to see if we can see something, get some ideas ahead of time. And so I know we were all pulled up the NFHS network and we were watching through some warm-ups and Cold Springs was actually coming out they came out in a one by three set a two by two set running some uh offensive plays they didn't use them in the game but you know they went with their traditional power sets where they've got a uh, a wing back a tight end uh they'll try to run behind it or if it's you know short yardage they'll get up in that tight formation 
they'll do a direct snap to the uh, to the running back, and he'll just get in behind and try to look for a crease somewhere to make you know a few yards. If when you're preparing a defense, you know what's their bread and butter, you know what they're trying to focus on, but in the back of your mind, you also know that they're not practicing the other for no reason at all. How do you go about formulating a game plan with that? And if something happens, they do go to that during the game, make your adjustments on the field. Well, like I said, you know, we, we know that they're primarily a, a very physical team. That's their, that's their, uh, that's their team identity. They're physical on offense and defense. I can't ever think of playing a Cold Springs team in the years I've been at Holly Pond that didn't hang their hat on being extremely physical. Uh, as far as making an adjustment, you always know that, that teams have got some other packages in, in their in their playbook that that you have to prepare for. Uh, you want to do the bulk of your preparation, though, for their for their bread and butter plays and get the players ready for those. But you've also got to you got to have checks and adjustments for the what if uh, if you know we're expecting this, but if they come out and if they come out and spread or three by one, two by two, and start throwing it, we've got to be able to have the per, our personnel. Uh, we've got to be able to adjust to that and get into the proper calls. Most of the time we, we try to have those checks for the players in place so that they see it, that they know what, what check they need to go to and get us in the right defense to adjust to it. Uh, and then there's times that, that, that will catch you a little bit off guard, but you have to, uh, you know, then you start to get on the sidelines, make adjustments, get the right personnel in to make that, make that call. You know, Curry made a few yards off some of their uh, power runs, but I don't know about you, but I was impressed by the way Cold Springs flew around on defense. I mean, they had yeah, multiple players at the you know the point of attack. Oh yes, they 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 really get to the ball. They run to the ball very well. They're they're a pressure defense. They're uh, they're guys in the box. They're they're physical, and they 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 want they run to the ball. They want to make a good grip of the tackles. Uh, you know, they they shut Curry out. And you know, anytime you pitch a shutout, you've done a really good job defensively. Um, you know, we we've got to we've got to do a good job at the point of attack uh, on our front uh, of getting our guys getting a getting a hat on a hat. You know, we we've got a few guys if you give them a crease, they'll 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 make you pay for it. And uh, you know, our are those guys, but those guys up front, you know, they we don't get to talk about them enough. But if if they don't do their job, and that that little guy in the back, we never hear about him. So and they, they and they've worked really hard. Like I said, we've got a we don't have a senior one on our offensive line. They're all juniors and sophomores because most of them have got playing time from last year. Uh, but we're just hoping that you know we get. We actually get to where we're supposed to do and enforce our, you know, enforce our will on them, and then let them enforce theirs on us. You know, you were right. Uh, that was one thing we brought up during the broadcast last Friday night. Uh, in the third quarter, some of Clements' players started cramping. Ours didn't not cramp. I think uh, John Garcia was the only one that cramped, and that was right at the end of the game. Um, I mean, I was impressed with our condition in that kind of heat. Extremely impressed. And uh, 
like I said, that's a credit to y'all, the credit to the boys for putting in all the all the work. And it was, you know, it was. I can I can tell you honestly, uh, in late in the fourth quarter, my left ankle was cramping, standing up all for three hours up there in that heat. But uh, but I was I was impressed with the boys in in that situation. And uh, well, I tell well, I, I got to really commend our boys for you know they. When we started working out this summer at 6.30 in the morning, I was really skeptical of how many of our guys would show up. And we averaged about 25 kids or players every morning all summer for workouts from 6.30 to 9 o'clock. And, you know, the guys that weren't there were normally on vacation and they would communicated with us or they was going, going to work. And even during this, you know, our guys are working out seven, uh, and, and – six period and then come into practice and i mean they, they really are putting in a lot of work and they're working hard uh and and it, and it showed the other night when they come to their conditioning that that's a testament of how hard our kids are working well coach i know that you've got a lot left to do i'd love to ask you about the field work and all that but we're gonna have to leave that for another time because we got to before we bring uh, kevin on we need to we need to give some props to our cross-country team. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you'll stay with me here for a second, we may actually have just a, a little bit of extra time. But our cross-country, the boys, I mean, that that was really great what what they were able to accomplish. And I know, I know you have to be uh, extremely proud of uh, of uh, one of them especially. Uh, as, uh, yeah, I'm lucky. I got, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm the proud grandpa of two of those cross country guys. <laughs> Travis and Emery, I, I'm I'm real proud of them. Uh, they're uh, they're good. Well, they, I think Travis and him both could run all day and never get tired. Uh, I'm 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 I get to be the proud grandpa there because I don't I don't coach that. So, but I'm very tickled with those two. And also, the girls finished fifth out of fifteen teams. Uh, you had Myla. Edmondson and also uh, Carolyn Lemoreau, uh finished really did really well. Uh, so it's it really it really speaks really well about what Coach Cuz and you know you talk about the kids putting in the work ethic. Uh, Caroline runs past here many days during the summer. Uh, matter of fact, when I was mowing the yard the last time, I stopped and and because uh, I was out near the the ditch bank and i let her go on by and uh but she lives over back over across coppers creek and she comes running back around this way and back up through here and uh so you have to be really impressed by you know those kids also oh yeah they are they're impressive athletes i couldn't run as i couldn't go as far as they go without a car <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let me. Since we do have a couple moments here, uh, all right. As far as working on the field, who does most of the mowing, and who who did the artwork for the Bronco in the field? I, I mean, we know you got to put the lines down and the, you know the yard mark, but who 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 kind of did the did the mowing and the uh, artwork in the center of the field? Uh, well, I'm not gonna lie. That's pretty, was pretty much it. A coaching staff effort. We all worked on all of that the other night. We were uh, got to give a shout out to Dr. Ayers and, and 
Mr. Weaver, they both came up and helped us uh, get the get the stadium ready. Uh, Miss uh, Lolita and uh, Adam Edmondson's wife both came out and helped us do the, the the Bronco in the middle of the field. And, you know, we really appreciated their, their help. But, uh, you know, all, all the coaches were there. Uh, Chris Steele just had a baby last week, and he came up from the hospital and helped us line, line for a little while before he had to go back to with his newborn child. Uh, so, you know, it was uh, – all the coaches pitched in. Coach Mason uh, mowed and uh, some. I mowed some. Coach Young and them, they're, they're a little better going a straight line than I am. So they told me to get on something and drive so I wouldn't pass out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the old man there. I, I think I'm I'm 30 years senior to everybody on the staff. So they got to take care of me. I might have a heart attack. Uh, but uh, they they did they did a great job, uh, Coach Young, Coach Brown, because you know they're they're new to Holly Pond this year. Young young guys coming out to help us. Uh, I'm glad that you know they're on staff. You know they're faculty coaches, which is was is great. Uh, of course, Coach Steele and Coach Pace, Joey Pace. He he's always great to help. He's come up to help us with the varsity this year. He's been with our middle school for the last three years now, I think, and he's come up to help us and all the. And all of those, every one of those gentlemen just really got out and worked really hard to, to get the stadium ready. And, of course, then there's always – Jeff Horton's always doing things to to uh, around the school and uh, getting our bathrooms, make sure that our bathrooms are clean and, and, and respectable for when people come into town. Uh, with all that heat last week, you know, he couldn't stay out there all day long every day. But that would have been just too much. So, you know, we just all kind of chipped in and – tried to help him get it caught up you know speaking of speaking of uh, horton uh we were laughing about the heat beforehand uh, and he was uh he was doing some of the cooking of hamburgers and all and uh we were asking him a question he just looked straight back at us and said the boys just ain't as tough as they used to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's talking about Jeff, but now, Jeff makes me young, look young. So <laughs> I ain't gonna go too far there, but no, he does a he does a good job. He, he loves Holly Pond. I mean, all the things that he does that uh, nobody really knows about uh, is really special. I mean, Jeff loves the he he loves the kids at Holly Pond. He loves the school. Uh, you know, he didn't have to be there on Friday night cooking hamburgers, but he did just. He does that because that's just—he's just got that much school pride about him, and I—we're—we're I, we're glad to have him. Now you do know he was talking about himself when he said that about not being well, as yeah. tough as they used to be. He's talking about himself. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think not, when you get a certain age, ain't none of us as tough as we used to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get—hey, I get tougher as I get older. There. <laughs> Uh, well, now, Ron, you're the exception to all the rules. <laughs> uh, uh, I got a couple of questions for you. You know, uh, around the water table at, at Walmart, y'all bound to talk about football. Uh, what was the biggest subject, Mars Hill beating Coleman last week or West Point coming back against Ditto uh, last Friday night? Well, I would probably say the biggest one I heard about was talking about the, the Mars Hill, which is a 2A school beating a 6A Coleman. Right. And, and people being shocked uh, about that one. Because, you know, Coleman, that's a, normally a very close game either way. And uh, it kind of, that one kind of got out of hand. So, 
I'm sure that Coleman will make the adjustments. I mean, Mars Hills is a very talented program. Uh, and, and then, of course, West Point coming back, I guess Good Hope was uh, a lot well, of I, uh, me, me and Randy and uh, Kevin was all, me and Kevin had took uh, Good Hope. Y'all, and, took, uh, y'all took West Point. In the Point. middle of the game, Randy was talking about it. They were like 20 to nothing or 26. And I thought, uh-oh, Randy was bragging. And then all of a sudden in the well, the fourth quarter, they scored about 40 points, didn't they? It was just an outrageous amount. I don't, I don't know, but I had to, I had to go back and look it up to believe it. Ron texted me the next day and said, "Guess <laughs> I hadn't got to buy you that Coke and candy bar after all." And I was like, "What is he talking about?" And I went back and looked, and I saw that they had, that Good Hope had lost. I was like, "Man!" And I, I just, I'd already counted. I was already thinking about which kind of candy bar and drink I was going to get next week, but <laughs> but that that kind of went by the wayside. Well, but we had, you know uh, we had one school, uh, one team that went over a hundred points. That was Scottsboro beating Fort Payne fifty six to fifty one. I bet there was a lot of excitement going around there. And, <laughs> It's just unheard of, especially against them two teams getting that much scored against them. You and, sure they weren't playing basketball? They must have been. <laughs> they they're doing something. And then the other score that uh, statewide that surprised me was Sarah Land played Lipscomb Academy out of Tennessee. Now we're used to some Alabama schools playing Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida, but from Sarah Land to Lipscomb Academy, that's got to be 300 miles. That's a long ways to go to play a football game, especially when school starts. You know. Yeah, I, I, as a coach, I'm going to say I'd be against wanting to do that. Yeah. Well, and it went in, and it went into overtime after that. Uh, Ty, Ty, we've enjoyed it, and I know Randy's got a lot of stuff to do. But anyway, come back on with us when we when we can give you more time. Randy's tight on this time. I don't know what's the matter with him. Well, he's got he's got to pay the bills. He's got to pay well, the bills. He, he I mean, I don't start shooting the breeze. You know, Ty, this is the reason why I put a time limit on him. We we a few weeks ago we were supposed to talk about building rosters and you know all the work that Brett has to go through and everything in Dragonfly and all to get everything prepared and then he has to link scorebook live and all that stuff. I introduced uh, I introduced Brett and fifty minutes later Ron has still not got to the question on the roster. Fifty minutes later, so now I put him on a two question time limit and I noticed he went four questions instead of two. So Well now the Brett's another one of those unsung heroes of Holly Pond that works really hard behind the scenes and uh you know, he really does. And he like he, that's a that's a you, I'll be honest with you. I think if you cut him, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna bleed Kelly Green. <laughs> he would. Uh, yeah. He would. <laughs> uh, but Jim, I do appreciate y'all having me on anytime. Okay. It was an honor. And if anytime I can be on, just let me know, and I'll be glad to do it. All right. Thanks appreciate a lot, Ty. Time. Yes, sir. Bye bye. All right. That was Ty Wilson. Is uh, we appreciate him taking the time to be with us tonight, and. Uh, here in just a couple moments, the one and only Kevin Bishop will be joining us. And yeah, he'll be coming in here fast and furious. And yeah. Randy, he, before he, he joins us, uh, 
we, we go against Cold Springs this week, and uh, they beat Curry last week, 20 to zero. Uh, Locust Fork in our area, they beat Appalachia 61 to 20. Thoughtville uh, beat Vinemont 26 to 20. And Asbury 34 to 14. And uh, West End beat Galeville uh, 48 to nothing. And, uh, that's just some of the more interesting teams in our area. Uh, I know uh, Cleveland got beat by Aniano. Uh, I'd have to look the score up, but uh, it, it was a pretty good win for Aniano. But uh, Cleveland is hanging in there in uh, Southeastern. I, I did you do you remember who they played and how what the score was, Randy? Uh, actually, I think Southeastern and uh, Pleasant Valley gets kicked off this week. Wasn't they the two teams that didn't play to week two? Oh, week, okay. week, week, I think they were the two teams that didn't play last week. But now I want to tell you that's called Galesville. That's over. You know where Cedar? You remember going to Cedar Bluff? Oh yeah, it's, yeah Wise Lake. Yeah. It's northeast of of uh, Cedar Bluff. It's called Galesville because they're going to be in the volleyball tournament this weekend. On one side of the bracket, you've got uh, Meat, Cold Springs, and Galesville. The other side, you've got the dreaded Lauderdale County, who's really good. That'll be a real challenge for our kids. Uh, we've beaten them once. They've beaten us once in, uh, throughout their high school career. Um, and then uh, also Faultville is on our side of the bracket in pool play. And then, you know, they'll do the crossovers after that. There seems like there's two other teams, but I can't remember who they are right now because I don't have a bracket in front of me. And joining us now is the one and only Kevin Bishop. And I have a feeling he's going to be excited about that victory over Hayden. Yeah, the Hayden Wildcats run, and Randy, their dreams come to die like I told you last week. Now, was that and the pregame that speech? Was that the pregame speech you give the players last Friday? What? Was that the pregame speech you gave the players last week? Yeah. I told them to go out there and win the game for me, and and then and then I told them last night at school we got to go ahead and take care of Greg Armstrong come Friday night down at Hornet Town where his dreams have come to die. And Ron, <laughs> Ron, go ahead and tell uh, who the sponsors for Kevin's segment are. Okay, uh, Kevin's section is, is brought to you by Adams Building Company, uh, Halls RV, Heritage Dental, that's Dr. Brad McKinney. Halls RV is in Albertville. In, uh, now, is it their daughter or granddaughter goes to Cleveland, Randy? It's their daughter. Well, no, well it's, it's Brooke's daughter. She's got two daughters. And oh, okay. uh, matter of fact, we'll be seeing one of them here. Not too far off, I have to tell you. When we play Cleveland in volleyball, um, I, I, I don't so know if you, I can make you'll the first get to one. see her and tell her she, we're proud to have her for a sponsor. So, All right, well, Kevin, you know, go ahead and uh, let us give us some of the stats from the game last week. Okay, Pennington leads the all-time series range with the Hayden Wildcats now with twenty-four wins, eight losses, and one tie. I'm gonna give a shout out to. Melissa Baxley lives in Blountsville. Daniel and Tammy Smith lives in Aniana. Kyle and Hannah Smith and A.J. Smith lives in Tuscaloosa. 
Heath Adams, Randy Ratliff lives in Lexington, Michelle Settles' team from Hattiesburg, Mississippi at Oak Grove High School will be playing this Friday night at Hoover, and I'm pulling for Oak Grove High School. And Rusty Little, Rusty Littleton is also tuning in. He said he was going to tune in. Yeah, he, now he's coming down to, uh, with Western Michigan to play uh, Eastern Michigan. Eastern, Eastern Michigan. Yeah, Eastern Michigan. One of them Michigan teams up at uh, Rusty. Uh, he's the uh, assistant recruiting, whatever it is. What, what is Cole, his title? Cole, 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 Cole. Is recruiting coordinator. Recruiting coordinator. Yeah, okay. God. You don't even know how to spell recruiting coordinator. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell coordinator. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, hey, I'd be hard to spell Cole and Rusty. <laughs> how, how many O's? The final scores for the Pennington area <laughs> last week was thoughtful 26, Vinemont 20, Pennington 20, Hayden 6, Cherokee 38, Burnley Mountain 6, Madison Academy 42, Dutchler 6, Gaston 34, Ashbury 14, Douglas 20, Susan Moore 0, Lawrence County 41, Danville 7. This week's games for the Pennington's area is Eider at Ashbury, Burnley Mountains at Altmont, Madison Academy is at home versus Randolph, Susan Moore will host West End, Danville will host Awful. Vinemont's at home versus Good Hope. And Pennington is on the road to take on Greg Armstrong and the Locust Sport Hornets to see if they can make it five years in a row. Uh, what's your predictions from those ball games, Kevin? And Pennington leads the all-time series with Mr. Armstrong with 35 wins, 20 losses, and one tie. And Pennington has won the last four Match up four years in a row over Locust Four. Going for five. I hear you. Now, do we need to text? Do we need to text Armstrong and tell him you're guaranteeing the fifth for one? the game? Is do what? <laughs> I thought he's going to ignore that. Do you? Do we need to text Armstrong and tell him you're you're already guaranteeing a win Friday? Hey. I, but let's don't do that, okay? <laughs> You'll find out later. I've got, I've got these kids fired up up here now. The uh, stats for the game was Connor Timman, five for nine passing for 46 yards and one interception. Todd Morgan carried it three, t- three times for 21 yards. Josiah Coover, 19 carries for 183 yards and one touchdown. Connor Tierman, four carries for 23 yards. Micah Grace, five carries for 52 yards. Grant Austin, two carries for 18 yards and one touchdown. Will Taylor had four carries for 22 yards. Bennington had 320 yards rushing on the ground, 46 yards through the air, a total of 366 yards, a total offense. Boy, big boy's knocking some holes. One catch for three yards. 
Josiah Coover, one catch for 39, and Luke Scott caught one pass for 15 yards. Grant Austin had 10 tackles and a fumble recovery. Micah Graves had five tackles and a fumble recovery. Will Taylor had four tackles. Jonathan Marquez had eight. Jesse Adams had four tackles. Jesse Amos had three three tackles in an interception. JJ Ortiz had two tackles in a deflected pass. Josiah Coover had three tackles, two fumble recoveries. Two interceptions and one return for a 10-yard touchdown. Then we had Ethan Kirkland had three tackles. And the final score from last week's game was the Pennington Tigers 20, the Hayden Wildcats 6, and Bluntsville, Alabama. And we're going after Armstrong now. You know, I got to be oh, impressed hey. by uh... – the holes the big boys knocking up front. When you when you look yeah. when you look over that, you know, you got one guy what was it, four carries fifty two yards or something like that, one three for twenty one, one nineteen for a hundred and eighty something. Uh, I mean, ever it it's not just one or two carries, it's everyone had really good contributions. And that that's telling you the offensive line is doing their job. Yep, my offensive line played played an outstanding game last week on both sides of the ball. Go ahead, Ron. Uh, well, all I can say is if y'all only scored twenty points with three hundred eighty-six yards and one of the ten yards was returned for a touchdown, uh, that means that. Uh, they had a good kicker because they was backing you up in your own uh, end zone or and deep well, in your territory. Uh, he must have kicked it well because they had, they carried it that many yards and still only got uh, three touchdowns and one of them was a, a pickoff pick six. So yeah, it's like that. It's like I'd pick you off, run, running back for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, what it tells me is Pennington completely controlled the game. They hit, they uh, <coughs> controlled the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, and they yeah, they held the ball the for the majority. Of scrimmage, eh? We was physical all, all night long, and Hayden's team was already give up by the end of the first quarter. Yeah. All right. Now oh, this they week had to, they had to be physical for them to score that many, run that many yards. Well, that's because my coach Bishop tells them how to do it. Is <laughs> oh, okay. All right, now I, I got a the legend knows knows how to coach them. I got a I got a really nice text from uh, uh Rust from Rusty Littleton last week before our game. He was up visiting Cole, and then he was going to another event, and uh, but uh, it was it was really nice. He reached out and spoke and. I got me some more helmet decals coming. I want to tell y'all, I got me some more decals coming. And what color is Eastern Michigan run? Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Good hopes on the road to Vinemont. 
Hot Ponds on the road to Cold Springs. Uh, Fairview is on the road to Priceville. Hansville is on the road to West Point. Anything is on the road to take on Greg Armstrong and his Locust Fort Hornets, where his dreams may come to die. Uh, Addison is on the road to Bama. Burr is on the road to Arab. Cleveland has an off week. And Coast Springs is hosting Holly Pond. Alabama is on ACC Network Saturday night at 6.30 against Middle Tennessee State. And Auburn is hosting UMass at 2.30. I think it's on ESPN. And then the next week's junior high game will be anything that's on the road to Aniana to fulfill Aniana Redskins. Hey, Kevin. One thing, yeah. you know, I was talking about, it was really great. Uh, you know, Cole got me some more helmet decals. Um, right. Do you want to tell everyone what color Eastern Michigan wears? <laughs> <laughs> I bet I can guess without looking at the decal. I know, I know what color they wear. They wear Holly Pond colors. It's it's a little bit darker green. It's Fort colors. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, we, but they're green, we, though, aren't they? We speak with the Holly Pond colors. <laughs> but I, I, I'm really appreciative. I'm really appreciative of that, and I'll have to definitely get up with him because uh, on September, is it September the 23rd, Eastern Michigan is at uh, Jacksonville State. If I'm not mistaken. Something like that. I think they're playing tomorrow night against uh, Howard at six at six thirty at Eastern Michigan. I'll be at the volleyball match. I may catch I may try to come in and catch a, the end of that. I may try to tune it in on the radio. And uh but I'll be I'll be at uh I'll be at volleyball. Uh volleyball defeated uh Cold Springs, so they're two and oh in the area they swept them 3-0 uh they lost to good hope a heartbreaker man that one set we were up four points and just good hope made the plays at the end and we didn't finish and um but uh the uh coming up tomorrow night um holly pond will be hosting southeastern in another area match and then they'll follow that up. That's at 5 o'clock. And then at 7 o'clock, uh, Holly Pond will be uh, playing Vinemont. So all that at Felton Eastwood Gym tomorrow night. Come on out. Cheer for the girls. And um, next week, uh, Kevin, well, Kevin, Kevin's got one another assignment this week. He's got to check on the volleyball team and see how they did this week. And um, Yeah, I'll be... He's sitting up there with Armstrong. Randy, have you got the volleyball roster with you, or do you remember all of them to give them a little recognition? Oh, uh, let me see if I can call uh, call everybody out by name. Uh, let's see, you've got um, Cameron, Ellie, uh, Emma, Macy. Um, let's see here. 
I don't let's see. Um Gracie Armstrong, Maddie Brown, Ava Thomas, uh Kelly Warshive and Oh, I cannot believe I cannot think of her name. Is Laura Hoffman not playing this year? No, the she plays the so, plays softball. Um, Darla Frederick, Darla Frederick, that's your volleyball team. Darla Frederick, yeah. Darla is one of my favorite students at Holly Pond. Me and her grandpa's good friends, and she's just a pleasure to be around. Hey, Ron. Yes. Uh, Eastern Michigan don't play tomorrow night. They play Friday night at six thirty. They play first in Howard. You know what Howard's uh, mascot is? A Bronco. No. A tiger. Uh, no. <laughs> I, bet Reed, I bet. I bet Reggie don't know. A jellyfish. <laughs> okay. Well, I run out of guesses, you know. It, it's a bison. Bison. Uh, bison. Oh, <laughs> buffalo. Yeah. Like a Colorado. All right. Now, what, co- what color is that buffalo? <laughs> hey, what color is that buffalo? Oh. What color is that bison? Brandon. Blue. Yeah. Blue. It looks, it looks like it's black. I mean, black and green. And blue. Black and green. I think it's black right and blue. Here. I think I'm thinking it's black and blue. If I'm not mistaken, right? Could be wrong. But hey, Kevin, that game's going to yeah. be uh, 5:30 our time. It's 6:30 Eastern. So, yeah, it says 6:30 p.m. Yeah, it'll be 5:30 Central tickets Time. Tickets available is eight dollars to twenty-four dollars. And uh, but well, yeah, it says on their website. Yeah, it'll be it'll be five thirty our time. So that's pretty cheap, ain't it, Ron? Ah, uh, well, the eight seems reasonable, but the twenty-five, man, I'd have to take out a loan. <laughs> hey, obviously, obviously, Ron hadn't been to a game lately. I mean, you know, he hadn't had to he hadn't had to pay for a game in forty years, so the, <laughs> the ticket prices have gone up a little. I can I can honestly tell you it, it depends on who you're playing in the game. If you get into uh, conference games, my goodness, yeah. they get expensive, Ron. You better get ready to shell out fifty something bucks, if not more. Well, I know. Uh, oh, the last college game I went to uh, was Auburn in Florida. And I sat in the nosebleed seats, and they were still forty-two dollars or something like that. It was expensive. What year was that? that that's been a few years back. What What year was that? What was uh, who won? Me and George went, and the reason I went was uh, Mr. Friday from Talladega was running for president of Alpha Federation. So I guess it's eleven, twelve years ago. No, it would have been longer than that. Been longer than that. It was right before I retired, but uh, probably seventeen years ago. But I, I wanted to go because I'd always heard of Tiger Walk, and it is everything it's built up to. It is great. Uh, when uh, the football team comes down through there, you've probably been, Randy. I don't know if 
uh, Kevin has or not, but they got the street marked off, but they got the walk. It's got two yellow lines where the football players are going through, but the people's out there just standing right up beside of them to give them a high five or a fist bump or a thumbs up, but they got their kids on their shoulders, and them kids is uh, shaking rattlers and pom-poms. It is worth going to see. If, if nobody's ever been to Tiger Walk, go down there and see it, whether you get to see the game or not. And plus, the band comes exciting. through. The band comes through, too, and the band's playing. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. players come through, the coaches, uh, and then uh, you get in the stadium, and and then the upper deck, they, uh, they let the the eagle fly. Oh, come to Pennington and see Tiger walk. It's not quite the same. They come, they walk right out of the locker room onto the field. Yeah, it's not quite the same. <laughs> yeah, but, hey, yeah, both fans cheer them <laughs> on, don't they? Oh, they listen to what the legend tells them in Boston. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we better wrap it up. Win. That's the reason they win all the time. Uh, we better wrap it up for the night and. Uh, oh. We bet, well, again, we want to thank everyone for joining us. And uh, coming up Friday night at 7 o'clock, right here and on 98.3, you can hear Holly Pond at Cold Springs. Uh, Ron and I will be uh, doing the game. Uh, Kevin will send us the text on the score updates between the, the big game between uh, Locust Fork and Pennington. And uh, we'll be giving you updates on other games throughout the broadcast and uh, like i said really look forward to everyone joining us and uh look to see a big crowd uh down at cold springs also ron anything else before we uh, wrap it up for the night yep ah time fixing give it out folks thanks for tuning in to me and randy and kevin bishop from Bluntsville and we're brought to you by talisa shackles your hometown alpha agent in holly pond Walker Brothers for all your building supply needs in Baileyton, Affordable Tire and Automotive in Welty, Traditions Bank in Coleman, Morgan, Marshall, and Blunt County, uh, in Winston County, uh, Holly Pond Animal Clinic in downtown Holly Pond, Traditions Mortgage in Coleman, Citizens Bank and Trust in Coleman, Hopper's Family Pharmacy and Market in Fairview, Mullins Body Shop on Highway 31 South in Coleman, Merchants Bank of Alabama, Randall Shedd, Alabama House District 11 representative, Holly Pond Supermarket in downtown Holly Pond, The Rough House in Berlin, Farmers Poultry and Supply, Moss Service and Funeral Home in Coleman, Holly Pond Tire and Lube, Stewart's Auto Parts in downtown Holly Pond in Coleman, Hall's RV in Albertville, and Hall's RV is one of the Bluntsville sponsors. Heritage Dental, Dr. Brad McKinney, he's another Bluntsville sponsor. And Adams Building Company in uh, Bluntsville is a Bluntsville uh, High School or J.B. Pennington sponsor. If you would like to sponsor the J.B. Pennington portion of the Holly Pond Broncos on Around the Pond, uh, contact Kevin Bishop or myself or on Stone. My number is at the front of the page there. Alabama Well Press is on Highway 30 on uh, Evil Road in Coleman. Dan Stevens with Alabama Health Guidance. Sullivan Photography and Travel. The Spirit Shop. 
in Highway 31 North in Coleman, the Awards Palace in downtown Coleman. Folks, we want to thank you for tuning in. And, Randy, we will see them Friday night. Uh, we'll take uh, going to air about 15 to 7 from Cold Springs High School and uh, tune in. Oh, with that, we'll say goodnight, everyone. See good you on Friday. Good night.